Are you gonna start? <laughs> Sorry. I'm in a silly goofy mood. <laughs> Do I need to use that voice again so I get you in the mood? No, okay. Welcome back to That Was a Close One. I'm your host, Manisha, and this is a podcast where I tell my husband, aka co host, Justin, true crime survival stories. What's going on, guys? I'm glad you're uh, enjoying the show and uh, hope you enjoy this uh, episode. Yeah. Okay. So, our story happened in 2014, so not too long ago. Um. Not too long ago, like almost a decade, two years away from a decade. No, it's not too long ago. I don't want to hear that. Anyways. Uh, sorry, we're old. <laughs> we're not old. We're still young. All right, so. Still old. My bones. This. <laughs> so the story I'm telling today has a fictional character in it named Slender Man. Ooh, beepee. And if you don't know who Slenderman is, he is a fictional supernatural character that originated on a website called Creepypasta. And it was created by Something Awful. Uh, the user was Eric um, Knudsen in 2009. The tall white man in a black suit that kills people in the woods. Well... No, he is depicted as a thin, unnaturally tall humanoid with features, featureless, featureless. <laughs> a featureless white face yeah, with a black head suit. Face. Yes, and he wears a black suit. Uh, stories of the Slenderman commonly featured him stalking, abducting, or traumatizing people, particularly children. The Slenderman has become a pop culture icon although he is not confirmed um confined to a single narrative but appears in many works of fiction typically composed online yeah don't go watch the movie that one suck well there's so many movies but the one that came out what 2018 17 it's the most recent one i'm talking about that's the one that sucked yeah that one sucked <laughs> i literally sat through the thing and it's just like What's, is it supposed to be scary, or am I going to be able to predict everything? Yeah, it was not it. <laughs> I wasn't afraid of that. I'm more afraid of the Boogeyman than Slenderman. <laughs> uh, they haven't even made a movie about the Boogeyman. Maybe it's just a southern thing. Uh, maybe it's just uh, straight-to-DVD movies, <laughs> if, they, if anyone made anything. <laughs> Alright, so our survivor today is Peyton Luther. So Peyton, aka Bella, that was her nickname, was born in 2002. So she's not much younger than us, two years, three, and was raised in Wisconsin. She had a relatively normal life. When she began the fourth grade, she made a friend named Morgan Geyser. She was a shy but funny girl who often was found sitting by herself. Peyton and Morgan became really close friends, best friends in fact. But this changed once they got into the sixth grade and Morgan befriended a girl named Anissa Wire. Peyton wasn't a fan of Anissa. She thought of her as a cruel person. 
Anissa and Morgan now became best friends, leaving Peyton out. So that usually happens. Happened to me. <laughs> Anissa and Morgan also enjoy horror movies and scary stories online, like Creepypasta. They begin to have an obsession with Slenderman. Peyton was not interested in any of those things. Peyton would often say that she thought it was odd and that it would scare her a little bit. But she was supportive because that's what they liked and she didn't want to be rude or disrespect them. Because they are her friends. But little did she know that Morgan and Anissa had something terrible planned. They were so obsessed with Slenderman, they wanted to impress him, and they said that they wanted to live with him in the woods. It's always the woods. I don't trust anyone that lives in the woods. <laughs> I'm like, hey, 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 what's going on? You wanna go to my cabin in the woods? I'm like, no, I don't. I'll stay here in my own house and not go into the woods and with a weird, creepy man. I guess for anyone, not just Slenderman, just like any weird person. It's like, hey, I got a cabin. Go into the woods and see it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so Morgan and Anissa began to plot a murder. On May 30th, 2014, the trio, trio were celebrating Morgan's 12th birthday and planned to have a sleepover as well. Peyton said that she had a strange feeling about that night. So, this wasn't the first time they have had a sleepover. In fact, they would have multiple sleepovers. And they would always want to stay up all night. But this time, Morgan wanted to go to bed early. Morgan and Anissa had planned to kill Peyton for over six months now. And had different plans on doing so. Morgan and Anissa were planning to kill Peyton that night at the sleepover. But they claimed to be too tired after roller skating earlier that day. So they came up with a new plan for the next morning. So that morning, Morgan and Anissa convinced Peyton to go to the park with them. Once they arrive at the park, Anissa takes her to the park bathroom and attempts to knock out Peyton by pushing her into the concrete wall, which didn't work. Peyton got mad at them, but Morgan and Anissa convinced her to follow them into the woods for a game of hide and seek. They're telling me they took her into the bathroom, tried to bash her head into the concrete wall to knock her out, and she still was like, oh, you guys almost tried to knock me out and hurt me real bad. I'm still going to hang out with you guys. Yeah, but they could have just manipulated her and saying it was an accident. Oh, yeah. And they're oh. supposed to be her best friends, so. Oh, my hand just got on the back of your head, shoving you into the wall of the bathroom. Well, my accident. Yeah. So Peyton covers herself with some leaves and sticks and finds her a hiding spot. Morgan and Anissa were having a hard time deciding on who wanted to do the stabbing. So Morgan decides that she'll do it. <clears throat> when Morgan began to stab Peyton with a kitchen knife 19 times, 
She sli sliced her through her torso, arms, and legs. When she was stabbing her, she would tell Peyton that she was just a kitty cat. And she don't need to worry. <laughs> Morgan and Anissa left her in the woods for dead, and they walked off to find Slenderman. And soon were picked up by cops. When the cops found Morgan and Anissa, they were so calm and collected, and they began to explain that Slenderman made them do it, and they were told by Slenderman that they need to kill someone worthy to be worthy of living with him. And if they were to fail, their family would be killed. While being interrogated, the girls find out that Peyton didn't die. And when they found out, they were just so surprised and they were also mad that she didn't die. Like, if you listen to the interrogation of those girls, you can tell something's wrong with them. Because they really thought Slenderman was real. Yeah, for them to have... Honestly, it's like a mental illness for them to be, you know, so easily convinced that some fake entity lives and then for them to betray their best friend and just say, hey, we're going to kill her because we think this person's real and we want to live with them. Like, you would think, uh, just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. All I think is just an evil, some kind of evil spirit got in their freaking bodies and that's what was persuading them to do this. Not Slender, man. It was something actual real, you know. Yeah. Yeah, when they were being questioned and stuff, they were just so normal, so casual. And then they they kept calling her Bella, her nickname. And then she, they were just like, yeah, I stabbed her. That's what Morgan said. Yeah, I stabbed her. And it was just, it's just so weird. Did they get locked up or anything would happen? Well. You'll find out. <laughs> Alright, so. Peyton had the strength to pull herself up and flag down some cyclists for help. They quickly called the police. Peyton said that she got up and grabbed a couple of trees for support and, was sh and she walked till she found a patch of grass to lay on. Once Peyton arrived at the hospital, they began a six-hour-long surgery. The doctors say that she was one millimeter away from death. The kitchen knife they used barely missed her heart. Wisconsin law states that an individual over 10 years of age can be tried as an adult in attempt murder cases. Morgan and Anissa were charged with attempted first degree initial homicide. Morgan pleaded guilty, but was not found guilty by reason of mental disease. She was sentenced to 40 years in a mental health institute. And that is where she remains to this day. Anissa also pleaded guilty, but with a lesser charge of being a party to attempt second degree intentional homicide. She was also found not guilty by reason of mental disease and was sentenced to Mental Health Institute as well, but she was released early on good behavior in 2021. After many years of healing, Peyton decides to share her story in 2019, 
and she had gratitude for her traumatic experience saying that all that she went through has inspired her to pursue a career in medicine and she is now in college doing very well despite what happened to her and that's the story of Peyton Luthner and obviously the girls had some mental illness in them but like how can yes. they how can you say they're not guilty like Obviously, she's guilty of stabbing the girl, almost killing her. You can't just excuse her guiltiness for just she has a mental illness. Like, she still did it. Like, I know there's people that have mental illnesses that may drive them to do stuff like that, but they still got to be held accountable. You can't, yeah. just rule, you can't just rule them not guilty just because they have a mental well, illness. Well, they were locked in a mental, a mental institute. Well, yeah, but you can, they should have still said she was guilty of More, Well, yeah. Well, Morgan was uh, diagnosed with schizophrenia. So. Well, either way, she's still guilty of doing it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's going to be there for a while. Now. It's just like the ruling doesn't make any sense. Like, you're saying, oh, found not guilty because she has a mental illness. Like, that's no excuse. Like, I mean, there might be some weird cases but you had to know a little bit of what she was doing yeah like especially with his first with his first degree and they planned it out she knew what she was doing she did but um apparently she had it for a long time when she was three years old she even had like she would see things in her room i'm guessing her parents didn't get her any help no because they they didn't think nothing of it. Like, she would draw, like, creepy stuff, but they, you know, they thought she just likes creepy things. They didn't think she would do anything like this. Because the dad, he also liked, you know, horror stuff, but he didn't do anything. I don't know. I feel like, if our kids started drawing some weird stuff like that, I would be like, um, we need to get them checked out. Cause that <laughs> wouldn't be stuff that would be, or they wouldn't be around any of that stuff to really even get the idea of it, so... Yeah. I don't know. I think with kids being smaller, you don't really want to have that type of stuff around them because then they might think it's okay. Yeah, but at least Peyton is alive. She made it through it. She's not mad at them. You know, she said if she didn't go what she went through, she wouldn't be where she is today. But I wonder if she's ever went to the mental institution to talk to Morgan. Like, do you regret what you did? Probably not. I didn't see anywhere that said that. But. I feel like some way it'd be, it would be hard to go see someone that tried to murder you. Yeah, she did have a hard time after this. Like, the years going after, she had a hard time trusting people. You know, she didn't. Even family members, she had a hard time trusting because she didn't know what would happen. I feel like she was definitely, like, looking over her shoulder way more than what she used to. Like, anytime yeah. anyone was near her, she's probably always scanning the room, always being vigilant, just watching everyone. I mean, who who's to blame her of being, like, you know, you know um, what's the word? Jumpy. You know, if anyone comes up near her, they're just probably jump and, you know, get traumatized if someone got real close and just startled her. The last thing she knew, last time someone got close to her and like 
I guess try to find her in the, when they're playing hide and seek stab her. Yeah. But that was a close one. The sources for the story are crimemuseum.org and all that's that's interesting.com. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at that dot was a close one and our TikTok at that was a close one pope. Also, don't forget to rate us on anywhere you listen to your podcast. And you can also just, you know, leave a little review on how we're doing. Uh, anything helps. All right. Goodbye.